across the world, real estate agents are underachieving. They're missing out on millions of dollars in commissions. My name is Pat Hyben, and in the past 27 years, I've sold over 6,000 homes, selling over a billion dollars in real estate volume. My plan is to interview agents from across the world and help all agents create their destiny. Have you ever lost a listing? Have you ever just kind of gotten kicked in the stomach because you felt sure that you got a listing and uh, the rapport was incredible and then they call and tell you they listed with somebody else or even worse, they send you an email and tell you they've chosen someone else. It hurts, man. I know it's happened to me tons of times and I hated it. And um, so because of that, I created a product called a certified listing agent. I got the eight top listing agents in the world and recorded their listing appointments. Everything, no holds barred, no secrets here, everything. And then after each listing appointment, we uh, discussed it and uh, created a course out of it. It's uh, over 10 hours of intense uh, video and it's for you to watch and never lose a listing again. Check it out. There's a lot of free samples. You can go in and see kind of what it's like before you uh, sign up for it. Uh, RebusUniversity.com. We also got the the uh, highly popular CTA, Certified Team Agent with Jeff Cohn. And that is how to build a massive team. How Jeff went from 80 to 580 units in four years. And uh, what he does behind the scenes. What forms he uses. How his systems are run. Everything on the CTA, Certified Team Agent. And many things to come. If, you, if you're interested, go to uh, rebusuniversity.com. Put yourself on the mailing list there. Uh, we have a price reduction course. We have a 101 ways to get uh, real estate leads for free. We have an ISA course coming out, uh, a lead handling course, not, not how to lead generate. There's, there's a ton of courses that other people do on that, but this is how to efficiently capture leads and work with them. So uh, they have a couple of courses coming out on that aspect. So anyways, RebusUniversity.com. Check it out, guys. You'll be glad you did. Now on uh, with the show. Okay, Rockstar Nation, we have a special guest today. I have Heather Havenwood on the line from Havenhood Worldwide. She is the chief sexy boss there and that's the name of her new book and we're going to talk about how real estate agents can differentiate themselves Mm -hmm. from other agents out there which is so important nowadays because there's so many every day more and more get into the business and they're all the same (laughs) i'm just kidding but it appears to the consumer that a lot are all the same and they don't know you know, who to call other than whoever spends the most on advertising. So we're going to teach you how to set yourself apart. So without further ado, Heather, welcome to Pat Hyman Interviews Real Estate Rockstars. Thank you. Thank you, Rockstar. I appreciate it. So uh, Heather, give everybody like a little bio on yourself so they can get to know you better. Sure. So let me share share with you my story. Um, And here we are in 2016. But 
you know, my entrepreneurial story kind of started back in 2001, where I was actually fired from a, a, a big sales job. And I was told that uh, at the height of my career, I was number one in the, sa- in the sales organization out of 10,000 reps. And then after I got my little uh, trophy, they said, you're fired. And I really didn't understand how the world worked, right? I thought if I sell for you, and uh, I make you a little bit of you make me I make you money, you make give me a little bit of that, then like, we're all happy. And that was the beginning of my journey of entrepreneurship. And what happened is one day I saw this infomercial. No kidding, right? I'm sitting there with my girlfriend. My girlfriend's like flipping channels. And I saw this infomercial and said like, do you want to control your life? Do you want to like have more money? And I'm like, yes. Like, that's all I knew, right? So I go to this infomercial. I go to this, this seminar. I'm sitting in this room by myself, 1 p.m. at this hotel room in Dallas, Texas. And they're talking about how to buy and sell notes and buy and sell real estate. I have no clue what they're talking about, right? All I know is they're going to teach me something on how to build my own business. And I'm going to have control of my life. And that's all I knew. And I'm like, yes, right? Whatever it is. And then uh, they said the magic, uh, they said the, what I call the unmagic words, which is $3,000. And I didn't have it. I didn't have it. But then they said the next magic word, which is um, if you're a spouse for your spouse, it's only a thousand. So I like nudged the random guy next to me. I'm like, hey, can I be your spouse? <laughs> and he said, yeah. So I went over there and I get, I gave them a thousand dollars. And that's kind of started my journey and where I'm at today. I actually sent, spent seven years traveling the country, teaching people how to buy and sell houses in the real estate market, right? The, in the, specifically in the investing space. And then now 2016, I help people with their message. And how do they get their message out there such that they're differentiating themselves in the world and in the community, right? And that really starts with sharing their story. And that's what I call from bankruptcy a sexy boss because I had a, a big bankruptcy and my house went to foreclosure in 2006 and seven when the market crashed, right? And uh, I had to rebuild myself. And then I wrote a book in 2013 called Sexy Boss. And it's really about the story of, of my journey of like rebuilding myself as a brand and rebuilding myself as the, you know, who I am today and helping other people with their messaging. Wow. Wow. Well, thanks for being so candid. I appreciate yeah. that. And I was, I was interested in that, too, because you said you started out in 2001. And, and, you know, we've had a lot of people on the show recently that have had similar paths and that they, you yeah. know, built, 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 and then lost it all in the crash. So you mm-hmm. lost everything in the crash, 2007, 2008. Yep. Now, now you've created this incredible company where you help other people. Uh, distinguish themselves in all sorts of industries and essentially you help them tell a story that goes along with why I'm different and that story is sort of based on a platform that uh, is taught or was taught by a guy named Joseph Campbell a very famous philosopher it could be uh, if anyone has seen the the documentary Finding Joe. I've watched it myself three or four times. It's incredible. I, I showed it to my kids, my wife. It's a great movie, and uh, I'll put a link to it uh, at the end of the show in the show notes. But we're going to talk a little bit about today about how to differentiate differentiate yourself. Word, because I can't say God. it. <laughs> Woo. Based on you know the hero's journey which yeah. is uh, what uh, Joseph Campbell talked about. So uh, uh, wanna, let, let, let's start off. So I know in the hero's journey, everybody has a six-step story, essentially. Do you want to run through those steps real quick, yes. and then we'll talk yeah. about them one by one? 
Yeah, absolutely. Let me give some background, right? So how I kind of came across this. So a couple years ago, I was at Russell Brinson's private event, and there was a gentleman that he brought in. His name was Michael Hug, H-A-U-G. He actually is in LA, and his job in the world is to literally be a consultant for mass movies, right? Major movies. And what he shared with us, and this is only like 20 people in the room and some really, really amazing people in the, in the speaking industry. And he said, every single successful movie, like blockbuster movie that has ever been made has followed this plot. Every single one. He goes, and every single time they try to steer away from it, like be more creative, it never works. And the reason why is because that's why we can open up, quote unquote, the Bible, right? We can open the Bible and hear a story and relate to it. Because we as human beings, we are geared, we are literally trained to hear and listen to stories and be connected to stories, right? No matter if it's a comedy, he was saying that it was no matter if a comedy or a Batman movie or Mission Impossible or or love story, it follows this sequence. So why yeah, not every, use it? Every single, and I mean, and, and this is what they said in the documentary, every single Disney movie. Yep. Follow the, the the character follows the main character follows the hero's journey. So, okay, take us through what what so what yeah. are the six steps that these characters go through, and 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 then we'll talk about how we can as real estate agents create our own hero's journey story to tell people when they ask us so. What's so different about you compared to all the other realtors? Okay, great. So I'm going to go through that. So one more thing with this though, Pat, is that is that. Inside of this, that there's a difference between your resume and the difference between your bio and then your story. They're very distinct. Okay. So that's what I want you to get the difference of. If someone tells me, tell me about yourself, right? We don't want to hear your damn resume. We don't want to hear it, right? And we don't <laughs> want to hear your bio. Like, I don't want to hear, you know, your bio is boring. Bio is a little bit about who we are, but it's not my story. It's very distinct. So I want you to understand that the one moment you learn this, storyline you can do this in networking events you can do this in front of clients you can do this if you're speaking whatever right it's it's way more powerful than oh here's my resume you know what i mean mm, so here we go so here's okay. yeah. the step by step process okay and i've already shared my story and i can lay mine on but first let's just go through the steps so step one is what i call setup right in full identity now for, for a second just for helping everybody Think of like a Disney movie or a Batman movie or a Mission Impossible. It doesn't matter. Right? Any of those big blockbuster movies, just think of it for a second. Okay? okay. So you can you can lay it on top of it. So set it full on identity. Usually the movie starts out with like they're in the moment. There's a day in the life of they're doing something. And I, I explained to you mine. I got fired. I got fired. Right? And here I am. I'm fired. I'm confused. You see me. You can visualize that. Right? Someone who's at the top of their game and then gets fired. Confused. You can actually see the opening scene with that. So that's the what they call the turning point, the opportunity. There's something that happens. My mind was getting fired. Turning point, opportunity. Say stage the, two. The day it all changed. Yeah, the day it all changed. It could in the movie could have started the day before. But everything's fine. I'm getting my award and everything's happy. And then boom, I'm fired. I'm like, what? That's the turning point, right? Wow. Your life was moving along. Yeah, I heard one guy describe it as when when you finally decide to get rich. Right. It's you're in the supermarket and you're comparing two cans of beans and one is three cents cheaper than the other. And you go with the one that's three cents cheaper. And then you turn to your you say in your mind, oh, my God, I'm never going to do this. This is a I hate this. I can't can't believe this, you know, and you throw the can of beans down on the ground or you have a breakdown or whatever in your mind. You just say that is it. That is it. 
And what you're saying is this is the that is it moment. Yeah, that was the, the ter- well, it's the first turning point. It's not that that is it moment because that's down uh, about stage four. Oh, okay. All right. Yep, so, sta- yep. so stage one is just like something happens to you, an external something force. Something happens to you okay. and it's like, oh, I'm it's ahead. turning point. Okay. Right? You're, so you're the ahead. turning point. Okay, keep going. The opportunity. What's the opportunity. Stage two is new situation. Glimpses of essence. Okay, so for me, I'm, you know, I see an infomercial. I go to the infomercial, glimpse of Evans. Now, what I didn't, what I didn't know, if you, you know, again, little voice in the head of story plotting, I literally end up working for that company for seven years, traveling the country for the company that I purchased the seminar from. Right, glimpses of a new future, new situation, new opportunity, new possibility. All right, that's stage two, and the turning point is that change of plans, which for me was I went to the seminar, and then they tapped me on the shoulder, like, come work for us. I'm like, what? Changed my whole life. Moved to a new state, broke up with my boyfriend or fiance at the time. Whole new world opened up. All right, so again, you can probably see that in your life. Could have been in college, right? Could have been right before you got your real estate license, whatever that was for you, right? So okay. that's stage two. So that's that- turning. So you go stage one, the the impact. Something happens from the outside. Stage two is the turning point. Yep. Stage two is a new situation opens up, and then the turning point. A new door opens up for you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. And again, I can I can think of so many movies, comedy movies, right? Love story movies, Mission Impossible. They just literally like laid Aladdin, right? That lay on this. Okay. So. Stage three, this is what I call the bigger time, what I call more time is here. Stage three is progress. I mean, you're moving along, right? You're moving along. You're in this flow. Like this is a new situation. You vacillate between identity and essence. What that means is um, old, the old you, your old life, you maybe left and then your possible new life. Like you're in that vacillation process. You can see that with Aladdin, right? How he's like, I don't know if I really want to be, you know, you, you can see that in, in princess movies and Disney where they're going in between two lives, right? That's that process time. It's more the, it's more the plot of, of the movie. But in our lives, it's kind of like maybe we spent six or seven years in a company knowing an idea that it was going to totally change our life later. Make sense? Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. Okay, so turning point three, point of no return. This is that point of no return for you. Like you're looking at the beans, you're like, no more, right? Point of no return. Something happens at this point of no return. Now for me, that was I started a company with a business owner, with a, a, a business owner. I started a company, I became a business owner with a partner, and it was a point of no return. We went from zero to a million dollars in one year. It was like, boom, there was no turning back, right? We're just like, ooh, everything's going crazy. Now I'm thinking everything's going awesome. And there was a huge op- opportunity. And that's where it goes to stage four, which is, quote, complications and higher stakes. Meaning like there's some stuff on the line, right? The life is on, your life is on your line at some level. Right. From huge financial, right. And you can see that in a Disney movie, life's on the line, you know. The, right, the, right. Let's like, you know, they, they have a battle with the yeah, nemesis or whatever, yeah. Right. Point of return. Complications. Okay. So you can see all that Mission Impossible. Tom Cruise is like hanging by the strings on the side of a building. Right. (laughs) Okay. So this is what they call moves steadily into essence. What that's doing is there's something that's happening that it's going to move this person and move us into our future into our essence, to our higher self, into our future. Again, you can see where a movie, like who they really are, right? Going from the, going no longer, no longer little girl, they're a Cinderella. That's, that's where the process is starting. Okay. And that's stage four. Now, then 
ta-da, you can see this in every movie, ta-da, turning point number four, major setback, right? She's thrown in the basement, right? Keys thrown away. She's going to be killed, Cinderella, I'm thinking Cinderella. Yeah. Uh, for me, it was financial devastation. I literally, no kidding, right? <laughs> Bankruptcy, foreclosure, lost everything. It was a major, major, major second. No, no kidding. This is like truth. It wasn't, you know, it really is major setback for me. And then what I call the final push. The final push, stage five, and we still have two more stages. Stage five, which is retreats to identity and fully returns to essence. Right? You can also see this biblical times, right? Where, the, where, where quote unquote, Jesus goes to the desert for years, mm. right? Before yeah, he yeah. comes back, right? This, that was that stage five, which is that final push retreats to identity and then will return, right? He returns in full essence, Okay, you can see that in okay. a lot of different yeah, yeah. For me, it was literally I retreated to an island in Marco Island for a couple of years. I didn't know what I was going to do. Kind of a, a, a desert time for me. And then I re- came back and I chose to move to Austin and what I call fully go back into my essence as an entrepreneur. Right. And then turning point number five is climax. We all love that. The big fight. Right. He's not going to fight them and win. Okay. So you can see that again in movies or Cinderella is going to meet him at the, the ball. She's in the beautiful dress and she actually walks in and is looking for him. Right. So um, that's climax, climax. And for me, that was moving to Austin and no kidding, just saying, I am going to be an entrepreneur no matter what. I'm going to start an information market business from scratch no matter what. It was like the time. It was the climax. Like I had my moment. And I wrote my book, and that was kind of, for me, the big climax of sharing my story um, with my book, Sexy Boss. And then stage six, ta-da, aftermath. So I'm in the aftermath of that. Now, it's never ending, right? Hero's journey is never ending. Um, but it's the aftermath, what they call the transformed existence. And that's probably where you get a lot of your interviews from, right, is like they talk about a story that some kind of overcoming, and they can share with you the wisdom now. Looking back, right? Right, that because tr- it's essentially it's kind of the growth from the guy who's learning, who's getting his head kicked in, guy or girl, who you know looks to mentors, and then all this stuff happens, and then they, you know, turn around and look back, and now now they're a mentor to mentees. You know, it's yeah. a it's a journey of being a hero where you go from, you know, climbing the hill to reaching the top of the hill and then to helping others reach the top of the hill. That's essentially the hero's journey. So let's do something interesting. Let's kind of take this process and lay it on top of a real estate agent's life. And I'm just going to have you make up, you know, a story about a real estate agent. Maybe at the same time you could compare it to say Cinderella instead of, instead of us going, you know, uh, you know, sure. a whole bunch of different movies, I think, to keep this concise so people don't get confused with this whole process if they haven't sure. heard about it before. Let's compare a lay on top a typical real estate agent, put their story on the six-step process, and then uh, we'll, at the same time we'll give reference to one movie, and that would be Cinderella. So go ahead. Okay. Wow. All right. You're putting me on the spot here. This is good. All right. Let's call. I just want everybody to understand this because I think they're, you know, we're going out and we're saying all these things that that you and I might get, but they're going to be like, what the heck? You know, I mean, they never heard of Joseph Campbell. They never even, you know, they don't understand this. So. 
Yeah, and I just want to give context. The reason why I was sitting in this Russell Brunson, why Russell Brunson is bringing him in front of a bunch of internet marketers at the time, you know, why we're re-listening to this and so excited is because when you're on any kind of sales, I don't care what it is, a webinar, you're in front of a stage, you're in front of a one-on-one, you're in a presentation, we don't want to hear the details of the sale. We want to hear a story so somehow we can connect with either the person or the situation such that then we'll move into selling into the actual process. Okay. So that's people, people buy people, people don't buy principles. Makes sense. Yeah. And yeah. So that's why the art. hundred percent. Yeah. Cause a is, lot of agents go work with me. I have integrity or I have knowledge or I have experience and that, you know, th- that's all well and good, but they want to work with someone that they like and they understand. Yeah. Know, like, and understand. So, okay. So, uh, let's start with step one. Okay, so the, the step one is essentially the whack on the side of the head, right? That is that is when you're like, whoa. No, 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 the set, no, no. So stage one is what I call the setup. The setup is, so just imagine you aren't a realtor yet. What, like, what brought you to that level? You may be done in a school for it. Did you just wake up when you're 18 one day and like you want to be a realtor? Probably not. Unless you were in, like, your family was in it. But there's okay, somewhere. So stage some, one is like your story. Yeah, let's, let's say I, a typical realtor. Why? Why did you do this? You just like houses? You like bathrooms? Like what what were you before? People want to know that. Okay, I mean, so, I know so my real story. Because what he was before. Like he started as something completely like weird, like carpentry. Like it's totally random. You know what okay. I mean? So so stage that. one is like I grew up on a farm. I yeah. always drove past all the buildings and looked at them in wonder and I whatever and I decided to get into real estate. Or a lot of people's stage one, I think, is we bought a house. The real estate agent sucked. And, <laughs> you know, we ended up doing all the work ourselves. And I said, I can do this better. Right. Yeah. That, that would be a great stage story. one. right? Oh, that's a great story. I mean, I'd love to hear that story. Yeah. So stage one is I bought a house with my husband or whatever, bought a house, horrible process. And I thought God, I could do better. I really want to help other people. So I decided to go through the course. I was a, I was at the time working as a lawyer. I just so did, I don't want to do that anymore. I want to work with people. Like it gives you some kind of context and there's this moment you go to the class, right? You go to the course, you, you get the course and then you're like, wow, I really enjoy this process of helping people. And I love the houses, whatever is there for you. That's the setup. That's the setup. And what was the setup for Cinderella? Oh God, what was the setup for Cinderella? You're taking me back. I think with setup with Cinderella, she was a maid, I think. She was a nobody. She was a maid, and she got thrown into her stepsister. Oh, yeah, her parents died, and she got she all been thrown into her stepsisters, and she got surrounded by her stepsisters, and they don't like her. Okay. I mean, uh, it was just kind of like, Ugh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so like her parents died. She was an orphan, that sort of thing. Okay, so uh, all right, now stage two, the door opens. New situation, which for realtor, I think is just you know like what I call making the decision to take the course. Like, okay, I'll be a realtor. Like, I'm going to try this out. Whatever that looks like. It could have been a big deal. It could have been a huge breakthrough. It could have been like, well, I'll do it part time. You know, who knows what their story is. I'm waitressing on full, you know, part time and doing this on the side. Or my, I want to go buy a house, so I'll go become a realtor first because I want to understand it before I go buy it. I mean, who knows what the story is? Yeah, yeah. So for so yeah, absolutely. So for our story that we're creating here, so the setup was, you know, my my wife and I bought a house. The realtor was terrible. I was a lawyer. I was so sick of of trading time for money. Yeah. Logging hourly rates. Da, 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 da. I just felt like, you know, I was overworked, new situation. My law firm got bought. I became a realtor. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. Okay. And so what, what was it with Cinderella? 
Cinderella was. I haven't. I really got invited not to the ball, right? I mean, she got invited. I don't think no, no situation. Something else happened before that. I think it's she got she got invited to or her stepsisters got invited to the ball. She didn't. She never oh, really. So got that invited. was the new situation. So the yeah. new situation was like she just didn't. Oh, oh, you know what the new situation was? It was actually her dad that was because it's a stepmother. So it was her father remarried. That's right. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, mother yeah. was remarried. Okay, great. Yes, yeah, new situation. She's thrown into this situation. She went from being a princess to you know a nobody. In the new right. situation, she will deal with this. Got right? it. Okay, that yep. makes sense. Okay, so step- change of plans. So change of plans and goes into stage three, which is progress. Progress is it's that's in the real estate space. Just learning. Like I, what was my first deal? I was great in, or my first deal was a million dollar house. Like what was the progress? Well, it could be like my first year, I didn't sell anything. Well, my first year, I only sold three houses. I was miserable. I was getting ready to quit. Yes, that's perfect. Yep. And with Cinderella, it was like they were, you know, they were beating, you know, they were beating me. They they treated yeah. me like a piece of dirt. I started, you know, blossoming into a beautiful young lady. You know, that's all like part of the process, right? Yeah, part of the process and the progress. And that's laced between I did, who she really is as Cinderella and her essence um, and actually in, in the situation, right? Okay. The struggle a little bit. All right. So then they call tor- turning point, point of no return. Now, point of no return and then moving into stage four, complications and higher stakes. So like with Cinderella, I know it was, it was about point of return. Like she had to help her stepsisters get ready for the ball. Mm. Right, I think they threw her in the dungeon or something and threw away the key. So that's where like point of no return started to happen. That where she's like, like I, the, she had to decide, death. right, decide if she's going to do this. That's where the fairy godmother showed up. I'm like, we're going to help you, the mouse. Mm. Yeah. And she had to decide, do you want this? Do you want to step into this? Is this what you really want? Kind of like with a realtor, like, hey, I only did two houses my whole first year. This sucks. Do I really want this? Right. So it's kind of like you, you, you have a moment with yourself, like the can of beans, right? You're like, yeah. you're sitting there and you're like looking at your bills, right? That's your point of no. You're looking at your bills and you're like, we're getting ready to lose everything. I either got to make this work or find another thing. And I decided, man, I'm going to make this work. And the way I'm going to do it is create an incredible customer service thing and work from seven in the morning till seven at night and blah, 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 blah. So that becomes your point of no return, right? That's exactly. You're like, make that decision. I'm doing this, you know, and committing to that. So that's what they call the complications of higher stakes come in, right? Mm. So just because you make a commitment doesn't mean there's going to be complications. Right. No, nothing stakes. great comes without sacrifice, right? So no. like, and you have your wife or husband going, hello, like we need to pay the bills here. You're over there, you know, working 7 a.m., 7 p.m. Nothing's happening. You know, there's where, that's where the the grit comes in and the, mm. the, the challenge and the, they're banging on your door and someone's coming to your door. Hey, we, you know, you, you pay your bill, your light bill. You know, that's, yeah. that's a hot stake. And then right? that, yeah, that's when you decide mm, I'm in, this is I'm it. In. I am in. Okay. Right. So that's the complication, higher stake. And then the why behind that, like what, you know, there's complications and why, but why did I stick with it? And that could be where you share that. I really knew that I could help other people create an amazing experience when they purchase their home. And I really love that opportunity. I'm right. making that up. And that's kind of where Cinderella is like, I deserve a prince. I deserve a prince. Yes, I deserve. I don't I, want this life. I don't want to live in the dungeon. This is not, this is not what I want. I want more. Ah, I love this. Okay, yeah. cool. Okay. Cool. Then, and then we got, we got stage five, the final push. And well, major setback. So something major setback. Okay. Yeah. yeah. 
it's, you know, you're thinking, okay, I made the decision. They're coming at me for the light bill. I can do this. And then you got a deal. You got a deal. It's coming down the pipe and then they don't get funded or like mm. everything all the part of the deal. You're right. like, what? it's gotta be an interesting movie, right? The major setback is like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. You lose everything or you're right. You do a deal and you're, you're in and you're like, yes, this is great. And then, right. Then the people pull out at the last minute. Yeah. Or they can't get funded or, you know, there's always yeah. like, Oh, what? And then you, that's what I call the final push. What are you going to do differently? How are you going to be creative and help them get funded? You know, how are you going to do that? What's the final push there? Oh, I see. That's when you solve the problem. Solve the problem. Right. Yeah. Like, all yeah, the gonna... mortgage, different mortgage guy, and I got them this, and I got them approved, or I don't know. I reached out to three people that I knew and got something deal. Right? You did something unique. You did something unique as a realtor, not just like, oh, the deal's bad. Okay. Like, you didn't accept it. You would like, no, I'm final pushing. I'm going to make this happen for you. And then Cinderella, she goes in and dances with him she dances yes and she looks gorgeous and everyone's like oh, who's this you're not supposed to be here you know and she's like i'm here anyway i deserve it right so it's that creative piece and this is where as a realtor you're unique if you're sharing that story with me and you, i want you're looking at hiring you right it's like oh so you pushed through you saw a challenge which we all know happens in any deal right and you were able to push through use and accept it that makes you different to me now, I now, like yeah, now, okay, so yeah, you've, you you're good, it. you, you have resolve, you have what it takes. That's it. Now, now, what about with with Cinderella? Would it be when when it struck midnight and she turns back into like a pauper? Is that the climax, or is that that's is that her major setback? No, that's her climax. The major setback was when they, I think, they threw in a basement and made her scrub floors while they were getting ready. That's a major setback. And then she pushed through that and she, she trusted the fairy godmother. Right. And she went to the ball and then the final push and the climax or the, the, the climax is when she's running down, she has to be there by midnight. Oh, she's running down and she drops her shoe. Right. Uh (laughs) And she comes into the pumpkin. She's about to turn into a pumpkin. Right. And, uh, he kisses her. And then the, you know, of course that's the climax. Is it going to happen? Is it going to happen? Ah, you know, and then the aftermath is, Oh, they're together right afterwards. But for the realtor, the climax of that is, is this deal going to happen? Oh my gosh, we really want your clients really want this house. We, this is our dream house. We really want this. We've been saving our whole life. Why are they not working with us? What's the mortgage deal? What's the, you know, and you become the fairy godmother in the story. Yeah, you, you become, I like, you become the fairy godmother, right? Yes. You, you train others now. You become, yeah, Cinderella, yeah. Your client, your client Cinderella in a way at this point, mm. right? You're mm. like, becoming the fairy godmother for the Cinderella. Like, let me be your fairy godmother. Trust me. I will make it happen for you. Right. So that's the, that's the piece where we want, we want to be able to, as a client, rely on that the fairy godmother is really going to deliver and push us through. Right. So that we get what we want. That's awesome. So, so just to recap, so I'm a real estate agent and I'm trying to differentiate myself from the pack and I yeah. say, hey, man, I, 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 I grew up on a farm. You know, we moved here. I got my law degree. I was a lawyer. My wife and I, 
uh, went to buy a house. Okay, that was my that was the setup. Then I, then I hit stage two, the new situation. The the realtor sucked. I was so tired of um, stressed out and trading time for money. I was like, I, I don't want to be a lawyer. I got into real estate. My progress was the worst freaking year ever. I only sold two houses. It was a disaster. I sat there and I cried over the bills and I was at a point of no return. And then I just decided I'm going to do this. I went in, I got a huge deal. It was the biggest deal that the office had seen and it started to fall apart. And what I did is I called a meeting with all the people in the deal and we spent eight hours hashing it out. And uh, I figured out a way that no one was thinking about and I solved this major problem. And then the climax is... You know, I closed that deal, and since then I've closed a thousand other deals. And look at me now, I'm this successful real estate agent. And as part of the hero's journey, now I train other agents. Now I'm the fairy godmother, train other agents how not to give up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's it. Ta da. And the, the reason why it's so, it's so um, interesting, right, to me as a potential person who's hiring you as a realtor, right? Is that like, oh, this shows resolve. This shows that he's willing to push through. He's he's willing to figure things out. He's not going to say, oh, well, the mortgage company said, no, you're denied. Sorry. And just not let it sit there. Like I'm putting my trust in him that he's going to help us solve all these tr- problems and challenges that are going to come up in a deal. Is he going to be the guy that's going to be there for us and be my fairy godmother? Is he going to help us through this process, right? Because we don't have the capacity to do that right now as the family, right? As the client. So is he going to give up easily? Yeah. And the story shows he's not. So I'm like, okay, I like this guy. Because at the end of the day, I mean, I think that people hire realtors for different reasons. I think the, one of the number one reasons, and this is me, just my view, is it's time versus money. And we want to know that they are going to be able to push through all these challenges. Like, I got it. Okay, here's what the bank said. And like, I got four other people I'm going to call. Like, I got it. I'm on it. Right. They want to hear that. Yeah. So uh, the story shows that resolve. And it's like, oh, well, we did it for, for them or did it for that deal. He'll do it for me. Yeah, he can do it for me too. Yeah, if push comes to shove. And he's been there. He's got a track record now. Right, he's been there. He knows how to be creative in the moment. Mm. So that's what the story shows. Now, your story, everyone's story is different. Um, But uh, I think the stories can connects us to the person. Again, you know, go to church or not, you can open the Bible, <laughs> New Testament, or Old Testament, doesn't matter. It's one story shown, you know, shared, and we connect with it on some level, like mm. or not, yeah. enjoy or not. Like we, oh, I understand that. Now, things have changed. They didn't have iPads back then. Human beings have not changed in thousands and thousands of years. We haven't. We as human beings buy because we want to connect with something and we want a desire for something, okay? We as human beings have not changed. We might now have computers and iPads and iPhones, but we as human beings have not changed on why we buy at all in thousands and thousands of years. And stories are the groundwork and the foundation of all of that. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, Heather, this has been a fun show. I'm glad I... You know, uh, you did well with me putting you on the spot. I, you Thank know, you. I, I think that everybody's going to understand it. And uh, hey, if you still don't, or if you want to get, uh, reach out to Heather and keep talking with her, or learn more about her new book, this uh, sexy boss, or yes. or what she does and how she helps other 
entrepreneurs and salespeople uh, become better storytellers and become better at their jobs and earn more money, I'm going to put all of our information on hybendigital.com. I'm going to make this easy for you guys to remember because uh, I just want to do it. So um, hybendigital.com backslash sexy boss, hybendigital.com backslash sexy boss. All our information will be there. We'll put a link to her book. We'll put a link to her website. And course, Pat, if you don't mind me yeah, sharing It's a podcast course called Podcast 3030, where I teach people how to uh, share their story on shows like this. Uh, but it's basically, it's basically teaching the process on how to share your story, right? So uh, it's called Podcast um, 3030. You can find it at, at your website or heatherhavenwood.com forward slash three zero. So I can put your link as well at your website. Beautiful. Heather, listen, best of luck to you in Austin, Texas. If I'm ever in town, let's uh, get together and share some stories. Yes. Thank you, Pat. Thank you for your time today. My pleasure. Have a great day, Heather. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.